how's it go? Okay. The humans are so dead. Stop. Starts as it is the distant future. The year two thousand. Two thousand. The humans are dead. <laughs> right? No. <laughs> humans are dead. The humans are dead. I'll just confirm that they're dead. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yes. They're dead. They're dead. I poked one. It was dead. dead. It was dead. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, let's go for it. So Kim and I are driving in the car, talking about bridal showers, going to Walmart. <laughs> uh. And I thought I would do... I haven't done a diary in a while. You know about that, right? Yep, I do. You don't listen to it, though? Yes, I do. I could be saying terrible things about you. I'm usually there. Oh, that's true. <laughs> not always. When you're not there, I'm going, oh, my wife with the stuff and the whatnot. Great. <laughs> no, I, no, I speak nothing but goodwill in your direction. With all the stuff and the whatnot. The stuff and the wear and the whatnot. So we're going to Walmart, and while we're doing that, we're getting something for some party or something. What no, are you doing? we're getting goldfish for the snake. Oh, we're getting goldfish to feed the snake. That's way cooler. <laughs> oh, bless you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you have a weird sneeze. Anyway, so... <laughs> so I thought I'd take a minute and just update people on uh, some exciting things in the way of Nertacular. So we got to go uh, tour the building that we've rented for that entire day. And there's four four floors? Three floors. It's three floors. Why do I always think it's four? Three floors and an outdoor garden. Oh, the outdoor part, I'm thinking, I guess. This place gets used for businesses to do conferences. It gets used for weddings. It gets used for all sorts of stuff where you need a lot of room for a lot of people. And we figure we can have, I don't know, up to, what, eight, 900,000 people if up we want it. Up to 1,000 people if we want it. Uh, but we don't know. You know, if we let's say there's 600 people there, it'll be perfect. Um, and uh, we scoped it out and looked at every room and said, all right, well, this room will be great for, for panel discussions for this, and this room will be great for board games or something. This room will be great for uh, booths and, and like a little artist alley kind of thing. Um, and then the main hall room, we saw it with chairs this time, and it looked amazing. Just like you could just pack so many nerds in there. And uh, had two big screens. Whoa, what are we doing? Bad drivers. And um, and that lady would have fought you for that. Do you see the look on her face? Yeah, she was crazy. Yeah, she was not happy. No, I hope they're not pulling all the way through because I'd like to get that. Well, she did. Side. She pulled all the way through. Anyways, what was I saying? Oh, so the building is amazing and it looks like just going to be tons of fun and I can't wait. Aren't you excited? I'm very excited. It's yeah. going to be a fun place to be. Yep. Got room for everybody. Got it's we've an worked. Awesome on, building with great furniture. And we worked on a, a preliminary schedule for the day, so we kind of have it all blocked out. We're going to have panels and discussions and demonstrations and stuff from all over the network. All and kinds of nerdiness. All kinds of good stuff. So it's going to be fun. But we're going to go to Walmart now, and I'll finish this diary later because that's how I roll. Hey everybody, out, uh, check it out. 
out walking with the dog every few feet there's a tree I get to do this which is awesome seriously there's something special about this probably put my finger on it well that was a big one um well, for some, it's already winter. Uh, for me, it's just starting to be fall. And, uh, well, not starting, but the trees are finally just shedding their leaves. And there's something inherently, um, uh, I don't know, just something about this that reminds me of being six or seven years old, you know, a time most of us don't really remember very well. I'm sure I don't even, but I have a very nostalgic sense of walking through leaves as a kid. This time I'm waiting for the dog. Come on, girl. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just felt like sharing. Come on. Cut across. Let's go. Um, anyway, just out walking, I thought I would uh, pop this open and have a chat. It's really weird. There's a there's usually a group of about fifteen te- um, uh, junior high kids that hang out over on this corner at this intersection, waiting for the bus. Oh, there it is. Never mind. They've changed their their spot. They used to be further up the road and had these benches and stuff to sit on, and now they're kind of out in the open. Um, Just standing there. And it reminded me, whenever I see those kids, of when I was, um, what would I have been, 12? 10, 12, something like that. And my brother... I guess it would have been 12, right? 11, well, yeah, 12 for first year in junior high. My brother Matt was in like, two grades ahead of me. And as some of you know, Matt is a uh, is my adopted brother uh, from Korea, South Korea. Uh, came to the States when he was nine. And I was seven, was I? Or maybe he came when he was 10 and I was eight. I don't know, whatever. Um, and I remember waiting for the bus out on the street like we did every day and my brother Matt was a scrappy little dude really strong just incredibly strong and muscle bound I don't know what they did at that that orphanage you grew up in but they were tough coming out of there and he knew a little taekwondo and he was had still had really bad English skills, so um, he would sometimes be the mark for some jerky kid who'd make fun of him for being Asian or for being short or for not being able to speak English in a way that seemed pleasing to the bully. <laughs> and uh, but he just it all kind of washed off his back. It was no big deal. And I've mentioned the story on, on shows before, but they used to call my brother, or my, my dad used to refer to the Korean kids, and we have three of them in our family, 
uh, all adopted, two sisters and my brother, um, used to refer to them all. I know this is going to sound kind of harsh, but you got to understand. This is like, in our house, it was a term of endearment and a way of breaking down racial barriers. My dad referred to the kids, who he loved dearly as much as he did his natural Caucasian kids that he had. Uh, he called them chinks. And he called them that all the time. So he'll be like, ah, we're late for school, round up the chinks. Or, where'd all the chinks go? We're supposed to have dinner. Or, I think we're missing a chink. <laughs> that kind of stuff. But we all, you know, we, we no, none of us ever took it offensively or even thought of it that way because it was just something my dad said and he would smirk and it was funny and, and it didn't, didn't represent anything negative. It just represented this lighthearted kind of term of endearment. You hear it now, or, you know, you hear it outside of that circle and it's just like a really caustic thing to say to somebody. So anyway, that kind of sets you up for what I'm going to tell you. If I have, Some of you may have heard this story before, but we're waiting to get on the bus and some kid uh, says, stupid chink. And I, and I knew, because I kind of had a better sense of the difference, like the difference between my dad saying it in the context in which we were living as a family versus some kid saying it. It was very different, right? So I knew the intent and the tone and everything. And so I said, shut up, or something. <laughs> I don't remember exactly the words, but I was kind of pissed. And um, my brother Matt, just like, why, why is he calling me that thing? Dad called me all the time. You know, he, he didn't understand. Like, it didn't ring with him that this kid would even have the, uh, what's the word for it? Not really the right, but the, I mean, it, just, it confused him, especially because the kid was being, you know, mean, you could tell. And I said, don't worry about it. He's just being a jerk. And the kid kept it up and wouldn't stop. And uh, before he knew it, he was pushing Matt. And Matt wasn't a natural fighter. You know, he wasn't going to just pick fights or whatever for the heck of it. It would have to be something he was provoked into do into doing and uh, sure enough he uh, started getting irritated with this kid pushing him and I warned the kid I said I says he will kick your butt like he's not one to be messed with like he's he'll go off and this kid's like whatever man just complete you know disregard for the potential harm (laughs) And suddenly my brother just goes, just explodes like a Tasmanian devil and just pummels this kid in less than, it had to be less than 30 seconds. It felt like a lifetime in slow motion, but I mean, just kicking his trash all over the street. And uh, he's using like half just scrappy tough Korean stuff and then half like Taekwondo things they'd never I'd never seen him do like crazy leg sweeps and weird pounces and I still just remember it so vividly and he's just now he's got this kid pinned on on the cement he's just punching him kids bleeding and crying freaking out and I'm over there (laughs) 
I'm over there kind of cheering Matt on and looking like I'm pretty proud of this, you know, this adopted Korean brother of mine and, and stuff. And we ended up not getting on the bus because the bus driver said, go home, talk to your parents. You're not riding the bus. And uh, I'll never forget when he opened the doors to tell us that, like he opened the bus doors and they kind of do that little shink and move to the side. And he's saying, go home and talk to your parents. You're not getting on. I remember very distinctly they were playing Minute Work songs, or he had on the radio in there, and it was loud. And uh, it was like that. I even think it was right at the line, the Vegemite sandwich line, <laughs> right when he opened the door. And I don't know why that's so distinct in my head and my brain, but... Every time I hear that song, I think, oh, yeah, Matt kicked the crap out of that kid. Uh, that kid, by the way, went on to uh, um, deal drugs, get hooked on his own stuff, and ended up dying in a gutter somewhere, OD'd on heroin <laughs> um, just a few years ago, actually. So, anyway, I don't know what that means, but it's an interesting anecdote. Uh, so, that's that story. I don't know why I didn't start recording with the intent to tell you that, but there it is anyway. Um, I hope you're all having a good day. I am, except, I mean, it's beautiful out. It's chilly, but just gorgeous. The clouds are gone, blue, bright sky. All these leaves everywhere, like I said. Um, just enjoying the fall, early winter. I'll soon be complaining about it, I'm sure. Um, but the worst part about today is I've got a ton of crap to do, a whole bunch of work to do before this happens, but at 2 o'clock this afternoon, I have to go into a dental office and get, like, the worst dental procedure ever. Well, maybe not ever. But not something fun. Sorry, I had to get quiet. <laughs> I'm still a little weirded out when people hear me recording when I'm outside. So I let that guy run right past me. Didn't say a word. For all he knew, I was listening to some important phone call. Making deals. Um, anyway, i got to have this uh, kind of weird crown bridge combo craziness where half my tooth's going to be removed. and They fabricate, they 3D model the replacement tooth while they're looking at it. Then they pull this model up on a screen. It's actually kind of cool. They bring it up on a screen, kind of like a Wacom tablet, and they tweak it and mold it virtually. And then when they're done, they send it to this 3D fabrication unit that takes a, come on Daisy, takes a big piece of whatever this resin-based, you know, super future polymite, blah, material. It's like a little block and this thing laser grinds it down to the shape that they 3D modeled and then they put it in my mouth uh, and it's really, it's actually pretty cool but it takes forever so I'm supposed to plan on like three and a half hours <laughs> being at this place and a, a sizable chunk of that is me sitting waiting for the tooth to be made 
trying to pretend that I'm relaxed and having a good time. So, really looking forward to that. Oh, and yeah, the, I, while I have dental insurance, the whole thing's going to cost me like 500 bucks. So, that's, that's lovely. Can't wait to walk out of there with that, Bill. Just have a tooth pulled. There's some more leaves, yay! You didn't hear a lot of leaves there because a bunch of my neighbors are very clean about their leaves and they already pulled them up or raked them up. So, there you have it. It's a life in the day. Or day in the life. <laughs> life in the day. Daisy has no idea what I'm doing, do you, girl? Hi, Daisy. Oh, you're looking at me now. What, human? I require food. Speak no more to me. All right. Uh, thanks for everything, everybody. Don't forget to send your feedback if you'd like. Myextralife at gmail.com is the address. Hope you're enjoying all the frog pantry lately. There's a lot of stuff going on. And I will talk to you all soon. Go Giants. <laughs>
like voices and German subtitles. I can't take it seriously because my friend. Like, whenever they start like having fights and like attacking, they're like yelling German words and they look like retards. I can't. It's really. Obele, obele. I can't take it seriously because my friend Liam does a drunk Gandalf nine. voice <laughs> that ruins Lord of the Rings. Oh my god! Did you just yell nine? Yes. No, they're nine. Like, no, they'll just go schnell. Schnell. <laughs> Which means no fast. No. I'm pretty sure. No, whenever Gandalf, whenever Gandalf, Mein Lieben. What? Gandalf <laughs> fell into the pit with that monster. Yeah. I couldn't take it seriously because the little Frodo's going nine. Who's saying nine? <laughs> oh my god. And Smeagol in German is freaking hi. Like, hi. Wait a minute. It's the the homecoming queen. Princess. Here she comes. Oh. Oh, is that your door? Here she comes. Okay. Well, congratulations. Thanks. I'm sure it all went really well. It was fun. Alright. Okay. Good. Well, Don't mind that Taylor looks like a hobo male oh, yeah. uh, homeless well, person. It's a check. He says it's substantial. I don't know what that means.